Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 134 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. And if you're watching us for the first time on YouTube, congrats. We are now putting all of our episodes on YouTube. And if you're listening to us, listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, we got a YouTube now. We've had a YouTube, but now we're going to start uploading our episodes every single week to there uh, through this cool thing that we do called StreamYard. So, yeah, if you're watching us for the first, I can't record naked anymore. Yeah, no more, no more naked recording sessions. But uh, <laughs> we, uh, like I said, this is episode 134. We are going to talk about all things NFL Week Two. Talk about Week Three, and also there's a big UFC card this weekend. UFC 266 takes place, uh, so we'll talk about that. But first and foremost, let's hit the business side of things. The Patreon or gambling plays. We're we're figuring it out on football. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. We are really the player props have been killing us on, on the NFL. Uh, but MLB is where it's at. Uh, really since in 2021, we are 237, 165, uh, which is a 59% hit rate. And we're up 61.08 units in the 2021 season. Just to put That's that in solid. reference. Yeah. Put that in the reference for you guys. A $20 better is up uh, $1,221 and 60 cents. Especially because so, I'm pretty sure we were down like, an astronomical amount of units last year. Uh, so just the fact that, you know, we made that leap from what is this year two to year three. So year yeah. Three the podcast. So, yeah. So we're, we're getting better. So sub to the Patreon, there's only a hand uh, a couple weeks left in the, in the MLB season, but uh, maximize on that value, maximize on ROI, a $10 sub gets you access, access to all of that. And other things like our UFC cards that we are going to have a full write up on UFC. That's going to come out this Saturday. Um, like I said, NFL and college football, we're getting there. NFL, we're going to lay off the player props. That's really been killing us. We're uh, 37-41-1 in the NFL. Player props have been killer. Um, college, we're 33-35-1 and only barely down like not even a quarter unit in college football. So uh, I mean, we're, we're going to figure those out. Yeah, and it's like Jared said, most expensive one's $10. It's not like we're uh, you know paying our house payment with, with this uh, – these monthly fees. It's more of a, if you saw our tweet today, like a convenience fee, basically for our time doing the research, writing it up, putting it out there for you guys. That makes up for that. We're not, we're not getting rich off these. Absolutely. So uh, that's kind of the, the business point. We don't want to plug it too hard, but you know, if you want to win a few bucks here and there and tail our picks with us and get full write-ups, like, and I thought about doing this, I, I may make one of our, articles for this weekend free to people and put it on Twitter just so you can kind of see the types of analysis you'll get. Cause it's pretty in depth. I mean, the gate, the picks, we, it's not like we just throw out a handful of picks and said, Hey, here's our picks. Sometimes I have to do that for baseball. I Sometimes for baseball. Cause but they're daily, if but you've been following football, baseball plays, you should know like on Sunday, I just threw them out and we went seven and one. So it's yeah. Like, 
But for football and UFC, like we always do full-blown write-ups for them. So uh, futures, anything like that. So definitely check it out. I may make a few articles free. But real quick, week two of the NFL, uh, what do we learn? You know, what what is our reactions to week two? Um, are the Saints – is, is uh, 2019 Jameis Winston back? Is uh, Zach Wilson a draft bust? I mean, four picks is not it's great. Tough. It's tough because – you know, you make your overreactions from week one to week two, and then some of them are completely opposite. So it's like, what way is it going to go? Week three is really, I mean, we're going to learn a whole lot of things in week three. I feel like that. I feel like that as well. I mean, um, some teams that have really impressed me that we were completely wrong on, and I'll go ahead and own up to it right now, are the Panthers and the Raiders. I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and own up to that right now. Let's, I would say let's hold the brakes on the Raiders for right now. On, on like the hype, but the Panthers, we, we, we were wrong on again, though. Let's hold the hype on them until they play some real opponents. They have played. I mean, yeah, they just played the saints, which, but then again, week two of the saints, we didn't know how they were going to be. Let's have them have a few quality opponents. Cause this week they're playing a basically third string quarterback. Well, Vegas has uh, Vegas has Vegas as the favorites against the Miami Dolphins this weekend in Vegas. Uh, I think they're well, again may not have their starting quarterback either. Yeah, so uh, the Raiders. I mean, the, but those are two teams that I did not expect to be two and zero. Let's just put right. it that way. Like, I do. I do agree with you there. Um, another team that's surprising. Uh, I guess really none <laughs> outside of that. Like. I can't think of any. Uh, I will say you hit the nail on the head on the Colts. Now, while the Colts have been competitive, they are 0-2. You had them as one of your bottom five teams in the AFC this year. Don't know if they'll if they'll reach that level of mediocrity. Carson Wentz is getting banged up, though, oh, yeah, every single ankles. week. Every single week he's getting banged up. I don't know how one sprains both of his ankles in one play, but that happened to Carson Wentz over the weekend. Yeah, and then Joe Burrow may not be an NFL quarterback. I mean, we'll just go ahead and say it. You can't throw three picks on three straight possessions or three straight com- three straight attempts. Sorry, not three straight possessions. Three. Boy, straight was attempts. I right about right about him? I mean, he is just not not great, Cotton, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I was heading in a direction. Oh, the Texans. The Texans would be maybe two and zero, possibly looking at three and zero. Tyrod Taylor stayed healthy. <laughs> If Deshaun Watson didn't have all those allegations against him, they're probably a three and O team, like you said. It's kind of stupid that, like, okay, I get it, I'm all for morals, but it's not like he's suspended, so they're basically doing it to themselves. Yeah, that is true. You're, not, you're paying the guy; you might as well play him. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor had did look amazing. It sucks he got hurt as soon as I saw him pull up on that touchdown run uh, that he had. That, but then that, he came back out, but he hurt it again. Yeah, like when you see somebody pull up like that, you're like, man. That doesn't look great. Uh, well, he, he he really sold it off because he like knelt in the end zone. I thought he was just being like super humble about the touchdown run. Yeah, and because if if they had a healthy Tyron Taylor this week, I would hammer them against the Panthers just just to try to be right. I don't it. think they would be seven seven and a half point favorites. I think eight, be like three and eight. a half. Yeah, it's it's at eight now, which you guys can see across the ticker if you're watching on YouTube. Um, so. Uh, it's just, it's tough. Uh, the Vikings, Eagles do look good. Vikings can still never find a kicker. They're going to have kicking woes for forever. Gosh, man. Blair Walsh. 
you did it to him. You you ruined the the Vikings forever. Yeah, Greg Joseph. I mean, that was the most makeable field goal I think I've ever seen in terms of like a game winner. Especially because he made a uh, a huge one right before halftime. He made a fifty-two yarder right before. Halftime. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, like I said, the Eagles do look good. Um, they they have a big Monday night game coming up. I think that game will be fun. You got Eagles at the Cowboys on Monday night football this week. We'll talk That's about a it. Tough, tough. It's one. A, it's a tough one. We'll talk about it in Degenerous Digest. You can see the cross ticker. Uh, Cowboys are four point favorites at home. Over under, I think is fifty two. So, we'll 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 try to lean aside there for Monday night football. So week two, I mean, you learned a lot. The Chiefs, Chiefs. You know what makes me mad is that Chiefs fans weren't mad about that. Well, why would they be? be? You got to be so mad about that. I wouldn't be. I don't see what, Super Bowls aren't won in September, man. No, but you, but I don't know. That's it's definitely cause for concern. So the cause for concern is I saw a tweet that they have their opposing offenses have had eight red zone possessions against the Chiefs, and all eight of them have resulted in a touchdown. So they are zero for eight in red zone defenses and let up eight touchdowns. Well, their linebackers are horrendous. Uh, just absolutely horrible. You can do whatever you want to them. Uh, every single rush you have against them is getting into that second zone because no linebackers are filling the gaps. They're all sitting back lazy. Saw many plays where rookie Zoo alum Nick Bolton sat back and just waited for the ball to come to him. Just not very Nick Bolton like of what we saw at Mizzou, but horrible. Yeah, I don't disagree there. Um, somebody else that I think is is worth talking about is Justin Herbert. He may not be as good as we thought he was. Uh, he didn't look great week one against the Washington football team, even though they got a win. Last week, the Cowboys held him to 17 points, and Micah Parsons made him his bitch. Like, You're picking the end zone. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, the other one, I don't know. That game was just full of flags. It was, and that's something else I want to talk about. Refs have to eat some of these things, man. I mean, we've talked about it. I think it's a yearly discussion at this point. Refs needing to swallow flags, especially so the, the taunting and the unsportsmanlike conduct stuff they're doing this year. Like, I one dude like got up and did like the incompletion sign, and like, he got a flag from him. Like, dude, DBs have been doing that since the eighties. Like, come on. And those are automatic first downs, so it's just, yeah, that that hits hard. If you like get a yeah, if you get a sack on like third and ten, and it's like going to be like fourth and fifteen. Give them the five or ten yards or whatever, not even ten, five yards, still make them punt. But automatic first down, get out of here. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, the the flags in that game, like the illegal shifts and all that nonsense that goes on. Like let's let's cut back some of that. I agree. Know. the def- The defending Super Bowl champions look to be clicking on all cylinders on offense. Put up forty eight points. On Sunday against the Falcons, I uh, mean, the same just... guy had two pick sixes and back-to-back possessions. I thought it was a glitch that ESPN had. <laughs> he had two pick sixes within like three minutes. Yeah, so the I Bucks, guess. Bucks are be scary. Great game this weekend. They play. They go to LA to play the Rams. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, I have that in Degenerous Digest for you, but that'll be a a big game. So week two, we learned a lot. If the here's what else I learned too. I was thinking about this on my way to work today. Steelers don't turn their offense around within the next two weeks. Stick a fork in them. They look horrible. Big Ben looks awful. They look bad. Najee Harris can't get going. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what that is there. So before we – I kind of want to do something this week before we roll into Degenerous Digest. Week three, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Um, just not gambling-wise, what are some what are some games you're looking forward to this weekend? Some games I'm looking forward to. Um, Obviously, Bucks rams That's that's a big one. That's that's a 3-325 game on, on Sunday. That'll be fun to watch. Not only games I'm looking forward to, but games that I'm looking for, like – are you going to show me that you're going to be competitive or show me that you've been a fluke? Um, call me crazy, but Cardinals Jaguars. Uh, like it's, definitely, like, it's a big one for Trevor Lawrence. It's a big um, one for Trevor Lawrence. I think it's also big. That, go ahead. I would say it's a big one for the Cardinals too, because yeah. they should go there and bury them. Like they should they put them away. Bury the Vikings at home. And they couldn't. And they couldn't. So if they can't do it to the Jaguars, it's like, even if they beat them and they're three and zero, calls crazy. But it could be one where it's like the Cardinals are a very would be a very overrated three and zero team. There's another three and zero team that I think will be very overrated after the end of the weekend, week three. It's going to be the Denver Broncos, Giants, Jags, and Jets. That's just so easy. So easy. I think they're going to be way overhyped. I do think they get the job done this weekend. Spoiler alert, I don't think they cover the spread against the Jets. They're not in my picks on Degenerous Digest. They're 10.5-point favorites. Would not be surprised if that creeps up to 11 by Sunday. I would take the Jets on that one, but that's just my two cents. Another game I think it will be fun. I like your pick there, Cardinals and Jags, because they travel to Jacksonville. Um, I'm interested to see how the Bills respond. Yes, they just came on the road. They beat Miami 35-0. That game was a lot closer than what it looked in the scoreboard on the scoreboard, I think. Um but Washington football team, like, can they are they going to be able to contain Taylor Heineke in that offense? I think that's an interesting game to watch out for too. That's that's at noon on Sunday. Okay. Um, Packers and Niners too. Yeah. Packers and Niners. Yeah, but that's a primetime game, so everyone will be watching that. I have two. I have one. That's. I'm going to kind of throw like a small little hot take in there. Uh, I have another one. Chargers Chiefs. We were talking okay. about Justin Herbert. And how, and then on the other end, we we're talking about how vulnerable the Chiefs' defense is. If he cannot come out and make this game competitive and very close, I get it's on the road, but the Chiefs' defense legitimately looks horrible. Uh, you, that would be kind of a cause for some concern uh, for Chargers fans going one and two. Herbert not looking great against the bad defense in week three. So that'll be a big one to look out for. That's a noon game on Sunday. And what's your other one? My other one is the Ravens and the Lions. Okay. We've seen the Lions have some sneaky close games. Uh, I know they're 0-2, but the, their offense can move the ball. If they can get a couple stops for Lamar Jackson, I think they could cover. If not, call me crazy, at home, win this game. Yeah, I also like the over a lot in that game as well. It's super low. I think it's like 48 or 49. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I, I like and then that. Just hammer TJ Hawkinson's everything. Yeah, exactly. That's that's been money. So <laughs> you're getting a little bit of uh, sneak peeks because like those aren't aren't on my degenerous digest. But, not mine either. So 
yeah, there's some there's some big matchups in, in week in week three. Another one I'm looking at right here that we didn't really talk about. Colts at Titans. Colts lose that game. They're going to 0 and three, and you can pretty much kiss the playoffs goodbye. Oh, they're losing know, that game for sure. I know 0 and two teams. I think it's like I heard a stat on Sunday. 0 and two teams are like like have an eight percent chance to make the playoffs. If you go to 0 and three, the last 0 and three team to make the playoffs was the 2016 Dolphins. So, uh, take that with what you will with that, with Yikes. a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> so Yikes. Uh, we have a lot, but there's a lot this week should be good. Um, not only that, but it'll allow us to kind of hone in on bets moving forward, just seeing yeah. what we get out of week three. So, and our, and, yeah. And the fence play at three Oh five on Sunday. So we get to watch a shitload of noon games. Yeah. So, Hang with us with this. May not be perfect, clean, sweep, great week three, but after this week, lock it in. Absolutely. Lock it up. So we're going to move in to Degenerous Digest right now. So let's cue the little segment music and get to Degenerous Digest. All right. Degenerous Digest going on right now. You know, you know the routine. Thursday night football. We, for those of you who watch us on YouTube for the first time, we give you the picks for all the primetime NFL games Thursday, Sunday, Monday night. We give you a lock of the week, which could be college or NFL, and upset of the week, which could be college or NFL. And then we also throw a few college picks in there as well, uh, if they're not our lock or upset of the week. So uh, let's kick it off with Thursday night football. We already talked about it. You can see on the bottom ticker right here Panthers at the Texans. Uh, Panthers are eight point favorites. The over-under is 43 and a half, and the Texans are starting pretty much what is a third-string quarterback. I'm not in love with the eight-point spread here. I, I, I will say that. I mean, I don't love it, but I'm going to take it for sure. There's you no are? Other, there's no other bet that I like. Got to take it. Uh, Davis Mills came in last week against the Browns after Tyrod Taylor was 10 of 11, 125 yards, touchdown. He had 15-yard rushing touchdown. And then enter Davis Mills into the game. 8 of 18, 102 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, Two rushes for negative one yards. Like, not even close. Not even scratching the surface to what Tyrod Taylor does. And then you just combine the fact that, you know, the Panthers are doing what they've been doing. I get it's in Houston, but at this point, it's like, this Houston even have any fans. They're they're in (laughs) shambles right now. Uh, not to mention, totally forgot to talk about this on the intro. Houston's head coach punting uh, on fourth and two after taking that penalty. Did you see that? Oh, uh, dude, Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland's head coach, was like bewildered that he did that. I'm just like, that. That's that's the choice you went for. You could either go for it again on third and ten, decline the penalty, or accept the penalty, have fourth and two, and then you just punt away. Uh, it would have made sense if you would accepted the penalty and gone for it on fourth and two. Yeah, or declined the penalty and you're just like, whatever, third and ten. I don't know. Regardless of the fact, they're just I feel like they're just a big old ball of confusion. They don't know what's going on. Davis Mills, quarterback at Stanford, so or right? I think it's Stanford. Yes, so Stanford, yeah. Yeah. He's not gonna be anything what Andrew Luck was, obviously. And everyone's talking about like the uh kind of like I was listening to part of my take, like the good luck Chuck thing. With Tyrod Taylor, yeah, like he he always like gives way to the next franchise quarterback because it was 
it was Justin Herbert in LA. It was Buff in Cleveland. It was Baker in Buffalo. It was Josh Allen. Yeah. So, I mean, like he's like the, you know, <laughs> you have Tyrod Taylor starting your team for one year. He's going to lead you to your next great quarterback. It's not going to be Davis Mills. I, I, Tyrod, I really don't think so. Tyrod will be back this year. Like, they're, they're, like that. There's no way about it. Like he's not going to be out the rest of the year. So yeah, absolutely not. So Davis Mills, just, just the fact that he looked horrible and, the Texans, quite honestly, just aren't a good team. Real quick, real quick check. So you got you got to Panthers minus eight, a one two units. What are you doing on it? I was going to do one one unit, one unit of Panthers minus eight. I want to put you on the spot here, and all of our followers and listeners can try to play this game with me with with us as well. Where did Tyrod Taylor go to college? Let me ask a question. Was it Power Five? It was Power Five. And put me on a clock. Give me, give me fifteen seconds. All right, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, twelve, eleven, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Utah. Three. Ooh, I love the guess there. I love this. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. <laughs> That very Michael Vick esque. Yeah, that's what, like literally like he's like Michael Vick. I just thought that was funny. He, probably, he was probably right behind him. Uh no, I don't know. I don't know the exact time frame there. Michael Vick, pretty old. Yeah, he wasn't right behind. Him. Michael Vick was playing in the NFL in 04, so I don't think he was right behind him. So that, I mean, close enough to where he was probably watching him growing up, though. Yeah, he like Tyrod Taylor's from Virginia, so I thought that would, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be fun. I might do that from now off a lot more. Yeah. So Travis likes the Panthers minus eight on Thursday night. I'm going to do a little bit of an in-game teaser. Spoiler alert, this is not the only one of these I do on tonight's uh, Degeneres Digest. My in-game seven-point teaser for this game. I liked it at six and a half before the line moved to eight because it was at seven and a half this morning. So it's at eight now. I like Panthers. It's a seven point teaser to make it Panthers minus one in the under of 50 and a half. Um, I'm going to do two units on it. So like Travis said, Davis Mills is starting at quarterback. I don't think the Houston Texans put up more than 10 points. I really don't because the Panthers defense is best in the league so far. I know it's only two weeks, but best in the league so far at yards allowed per game. They're allowing 190 yards per game, allowing under 200 yards a game. The NFL through two games is pretty impressive. Uh, I think it's going to be a slaughter. I think the Panthers will lean it, will lay up. It'll be a lot of running the clock in the second half. It's going to be a slaughter. Why wouldn't you just feel more comfortable at minus eight? Because those backdoor yeah. covers, anything over a touchdown spread scares living shit out of me. That's why I didn't do Packers last night. That's why I'm staying away from – I love the Bills this weekend, but I'm not going to put them on here because that eight, nine-point spread just scares me for some reason. I don't know. Not only backdoor – I mean, I know – this isn't going to help your bet, but not only backdoor covers, but backdoor covers and then the team losing hurt us a lot this week. Uh, Chiefs for one. Uh, Marshall, that was a bad, bad one. Yeah. 17 points in the fourth quarter. Miami Dolphins lost the game. <laughs> uh, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. it just, over-unders scare me this early because you never know what could happen. But I feel like we're getting a lot of data on over-unders, and I have a, I have quite a few of them this week. So, righty. Don't mind it. Next. What do we got on tap? Sunday night Go. game. 
Uh, Packers at Niners is going to tell a lot. Uh, Niners minus three and a half over under 49 and a half. Uh, Yes. Aaron Rodgers doesn't play good in California. He doesn't. I'm glad you looked that up too. He is four and six in San Francisco. That's where he's from. He grew up a Niners fan. He is actually one and four at Levi stadium in his career. So yeah, I know, I know that he just does not play well. At California, long time guest, Ethan Short, Packers fan. Very weary of whenever they travel to San Francisco. Yeah, so they traveled there twice in 2019, obviously during the regular season, and once again for the NFC Championship game. They lost those games 37 to 8 and 37 to 20, respectively. So, I mean, if we're going with numbers, that's hard to that's hard to stay away from right there. But are the Niners the same team they were back there and back then in 2019? So the Niners could figure out what they're doing on offense. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I don't know if it's like a relationship issue, but George Kittle is not getting near enough targets. He's not, and maybe just defense is keen on him and opening it up for guys like Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel's over on yards has been a near lock the last few weeks. So that's That's what I was leaning towards. Like I hate to do it again because the line's not out yet like I did for Monday night, but I did put it out for a the pick and it did win i am leaning towards debo samuels over on receptions or yards whichever one obviously lines up more or both like i do with tj hawkinson yeah that's kind of what i'm leaning towards on my okay so tbd over on either receptions or yards for debo samuel for travis i'm actually going to go with the over of 49 and a half here seems like a really low over um, especially for a Green Bay defense that literally can't stop a damn thing right yeah, now. They're horrible. So uh, the the Saints let them up. James Winston, the Saints let them up, and then we went and saw what James Winston, and the Saints did against Carolina last week, put up seven points. Um, and then they were losing at halftime to the Lions. They were down. They let up seventeen points in the first half to the Lions. I hate to break it to you guys, but this Niners offense, even if they're not involving George Kittle, is much better than the Lions or the saints on, on any given day. And always Rogers is going to put up points. I think, I think the Niners defense is suspect as well. I know they only let up 11 last week to the Eagles, but again, it's the Eagles and Jalen hurts. So what can we really expect there? So I like the over 49 and a half at one unit there. All right. I don't mind that. Uh, looked at it, took a peek, could end up going with Devo Samuels prop instead, which obviously I'll take that. Uh, and then they'll end up going to, to George Kittle all night long. Probably so. Uh, probably. Monday night, Eagles at Cowboys. Game we mentioned earlier. Cowboys are four-point favorites, and the over-under is 52. Yeah, I'll make this one short. Um, I like the under. I like the under 52 at one unit. Um, I hate everything about this four-point spread. It just screams to me that uh, – I don't like it either way because of how I talked about earlier how the Eagles have been kind of a surprise team to me. Yeah, and then also the Eagles come in and get blown out, or the Cowboys come in by two. Like I don't, I don't know how to lean here. Four point spreads have really screwed us time and time again. Um, however, here's something I did find as as like a little nugget: unders in Eagles games this year are two and zero, and there and there are the total points in Eagles games are missing the over by an average of fifteen point two points. So that means wherever Vegas sets the line at. They're averaging missing it by 15 points. Dallas unders are one and one, but they're still missing the over under by an average of 5.2 points. So 52 seems awfully high 
for two teams that are missing the the over by that by that much. Uh, I think the Dallas defense is stepping it up. I think Philly's defense is not as bad as we originally thought. Dallas seemed to go with a very run-heavy approach last week. I think they do the same thing this week and try to just control time possession and grind out the clock because it's a big game. I mean, both teams are one-on-one. Winner of this game is going to be in first place in the NFC East. I know it's early, but that's that's super big. So under 52, one unit for me. Okay. I got another one that's not necessarily TBD. It's one I'm going to lock in. I just don't know, don't know the exact number on yet. Uh, and it's going to be over on Dak Prescott's completions. Yep. Uh, he is 65 of 85 through two games. So figure that out on average, about 42 and a half uh, attempts per game, about 32 and a half completions, which is very high. Usually completions are set right around the mid twenties. Uh, like, and that's obviously given for even teams that pass the ball a lot. So I'm, I'm good with that all the way up to like high twenties, 28 or so. Uh, but I'm going to go over on Dak Prescott's completions. I like that pick like that a lot. So over on Dak Prescott completions, Travis is, Sprinkle some um, some player props that I said we stay away from. I've been putting those but, out on the Patreon and they haven't. Hey, we so we got two that hit on Monday night for me. We did, we did. So that's going to roll us into our lock and upsets of the week. Let's do a lock of the week first, Travis. My lock is an NFL game. Is your lock an NFL game? It's not. So Travis's lock is a college game. So that's earlier on in the week, Travis. Let's hit your lock of the week. What is your lock of the week? Oh man, it's one that that could come back to bite me. But yep. given the fact that we've been ha- heavy on this team and we hate the team they're playing against, rolling with Michigan State minus five. <clears throat> At home, they are ranked now 3-0, and 20th in the nation, playing Nebraska, who's 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I just, I don't know, man. Michigan State, they rolled over Miami with ease in the game. On the road. Under- yeah, in the game that they were underdogs. Who eight to seventeen? Who uh, I called Jared, last that was week? Jared's upset of the week, uh, so that that's a huge pick right there. Nebraska, don't get me wrong, they they steamrolled Buffalo. Uh, they were competitive in the game against Oklahoma, but that's not enough to convince me of the fact that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. They still are just a horrible team. I uh, love I really that. They're good enough. So that is Travis's three-unit lock of the week. I am also high on that game, and I have two units on it. So if you guys are real fun balls, you do a five-unit play on Michigan State minus five because I think they're sneakily one of the best teams in college football. 
I think they will contend for the Big Ten this year. I think they could win the Big Ten this year. And the reason why, as I'll tell you, Kenneth Walker the third, their running back, is an absolute stud. He leads the nation in rushing yards by 70 plus yards already I mean, this he's early got in the year. 57 carries on 493 yards. Like that. Uh, yeah. A lot. And Nebraska's allowing 4.4 yards per carry already on the year. So I think that averaging 8.6. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this dude he is, is insane. And I think just them playing that on the road in, in Michigan, I it's not going to be great for them. So love that pick. That was one of my college picks. I had it at two units. So love your lock of the week. My lock of the week is a little bit different. It's another in-game teaser. Oh boy. It is the Bucks and Rams game. I'm going to do a six and a half point teaser. This line has moved all day. It started out at Bucks minus one, then went to Rams minus one. Now it's back to Bucks minus one. So I'm doing a six and a half point teaser to make it Bucks plus five and a half and the over of 49 at three units. Um, points are going to be scored in this one. I want to do the straight up over in this game, but 55 and a half was a lot. So like, you know what? I'll do a little in game teaser because I think, I think this would be a good game. Um, it's going to be scored. The Bucks, the points are going to be scored. The Bucks secondary is banged up. Um, the Rams have a deadly wide receiver core. We saw what Cooper Cup did last week. Jesus Christ. Uh, and I honestly wanted to pick the Bucks straight up too, but I think this would be a close enough game to where that five and a half points will save you. I, I think the Rams or the Bucks could win this thing. Um, so that five and a half points should, 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 should save you. So six and a half point teaser in the Bucks and Rams. Bucks plus five and a half and the over of 49. Given out, given out plenty, plenty of just tips this week. Uh, not in my picks, obviously. Because uh, they're not well, it could be, it could be an upset depending on which way you swing. But I have the Bucks winning this game, so if you want to, yeah, I like them. Well, they're not, they're not dogs right now. They're like minus one fifteen money line. So right. even that would be bad. Wouldn't be bad to take. All like right, that. upset of the week. Is yours a college? Is yours a college or an NFL game? Oh, I don't really like much. Co- I don't like much NFL. Uh, In a- NFL was tough this week. My upset's also a college game. It's a big one, though. A big, a, a big dog. Okay. What it do is. Let's hear yours first. Number nine, Clemson at North Carolina State, Saturday at two thirty. North Carolina State is a plus two ninety money line underdog. I'm taking them. I have, I have written down that I was I plan on putting out this weekend the spread NC State plus ten. I, so I, I love the spread too. Like that'll undoubtedly be in our Patreon. So we're just giving you guys all types of nuggets today. Um, <laughs> but the money line is my upset of the week. I, I will play them plus 10 pretty heavily probably because they're at home. I, I feel like every year, Travis, we do like a few of these throughout, like not like every week, but a few of these throughout the season where we do like these big money line dogs. They pay off uh, two years ago for you is the giants. Daniel Jones's first game. He was like a plus two fifty dog. We took it. It hit. Um, this is the one I feel I feel comfortable with. Clemson has not looked good offensively this year, outside of a tune-up game against South Carolina State, where they scored forty-nine points. But they put up three points versus Georgia and fourteen versus Georgia Tech at home. My big thing with this pick is where it's being played at. It's in Raleigh, North Carolina, home game for NC State. I feel like the Wolfpack fans are going to be rabid. They're going to be crazy. I'm going to be all in the Wolfpack this weekend, and I think they get this one done. Plus 290 dogs. I like it. It's definitely a game that's like, because I mean, I'm going to bet it regardless because I had it also on my picks. It's a game that smells like me, though, like a Clemson coming out party that they just come out. We bet it. We're ready to watch it, and they just come out and roll. But 
Hopefully that's not the case because I am also on that train as well. I have another plus, mine's plus 200 underdog college football, six o'clock game on Saturday night. It's a ranked team, and the ranked team is plus 200. Arkansas? It is Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas State coming off a huge statement win. They beat Nevada 38 17, a team that me and Jared have been tailing quite a bit this year. Uh, they also have a big statement win against Stanford to open up the season. Their defense seems pretty legit. They allow only 280 yards per game. Meanwhile, when you flip the script on the other side of things, Oklahoma State beat Missouri State by seven points at home to start. They Yikes. beat Tulsa by five points at home. And then they beat Boise State by one point. So they have three victories. I love this. By a total of, what, 13 points. Could so, be a could be a big weekend on the college slate for us. We got I mean that's I love that pick. I love that pick a lot. And consensus pick right now, I'm not sure how how much of these people actually bet it, but consensus pick has 72% of the public on ESPN is tailing Oklahoma State. You know what we say a lot, you want to follow the opposite of public money unless it's like an obvious pick. This one I feel like is not so obvious. Um, you look into it a lot. You always want to fade the public money because that's where Vegas, like Vegas doesn't lose. Like they don't lose. Um, so love that pick. Two money line dogs, big value, plus 290, plus 200. You know what, Travis? I may be a little fucking crazy this weekend. I may do a little money line parlay with, the, with those two bad boys. That'd be a big one. <laughs> that would be pretty nice, I would have to say. Yeah, they really want me to. I might be able to pull it up real quick. Yeah, right let's here. pull it up real quick. So, guys, what it is? Travis gave a lock in the upset, both college. I gave you a lock NFL upset in college. I and Travis already took one of my college picks. I had two additional ones I wanted. To, I wanted to give to you. One of them was Michigan State minus five. I like that one. I'll roll another one real, real quick while Travis is looking it up. My other college pick I like a lot that I'll give you guys is a six thirty game on Saturday. West Virginia at number four Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. West Virginia is 16 and a half point dogs, and I'm taking them. Oklahoma did not look good against Nebraska last weekend. They beat them by a touchdown. Uh, West Virginia beat number 15 ranked Virginia Tech last weekend pretty handily. They kind of let Virginia Tech back in the game. I just think that this is way too big of a spread. 16 and a half is a lot of points, especially in the opening Big 12 game for, for these two teams. So I'm going to take uh, the Mountaineers at plus 16 and a half at two units in that one against Oklahoma. All right. Don't mind that one. I can't find this uh Kansas State game. Here I got uh, here I got it for you. Do, you. do you have a do you have a couple couple more college picks for us? Yeah. Go for it. What is your uh what's your next one cuz I'm all out. Oh, my next college pick. I have I have a slew of them. Let's see which one do I do I really like that you haven't mentioned. Give us give us, give us two more that you like. Two more. You're gonna hate. You're gonna hate my one, but it's one that I that I'm gonna absolutely go. Is with it? Is it Mizzou? It is Mizzou minus two. <sighs> On the road, dude. That's scary. I don't care. Uh, and really, I don't care because Boston College is three and zero, but they've beaten Temple, UMass, and Colgate. Three non-football schools. Don't care about how much they beat them by. You know, all of their numbers that they have across the board are skewed because they play teams that. Just really aren't very good. Mizzou came out, beat Simo, rolled over them. Yeah, 
They had a competitive game versus Kentucky. I don't think Boston College is near the team of what Kentucky is, nor they have near the defense Kentucky has, and Mizzou was able to put up 28 points on them. So do I think Boston College starts out 4-0 with a statement win against Mizzou? Absolutely not. Don't hate that pick at all. It's an early game, 11 a.m., Mizzou minus two on the road. I, to be safe, you could also take a money line. I'm mean, sure it's not terrible value there. I have, um, a, I, have, I have a couple other picks that I like. Probably I could probably find well, two that I like more in my, well, in my slate, but I I really wanted to give that Mizzou one. So you gave us the opposite three primetime NFL games. You gave us three additional college picks. I gave, a, gave you guys three primetime games, all different bets. I gave you another lock in NFL, and I gave you two more college picks. So – Unless you have so another one you really want to give, I think we can wrap up the generous digest. And if you guys want the rest, sub to the Patreon. Uh, by the way, Patreon sub for just NFL and college picks against the spread. That's five dollars. That's that, that's all it takes. So um, I do have one I want to give. Do another one because oh, by the way, that uh, that Kansas State NC State moneyline parlay is plus eleven hundred. Not too shabby. <laughs> uh, not too shabby at all. My other one that I want to give is Rutgers plus twenty at Michigan. Why? Why? They're both three and zero. Rutgers, I mean, they're back. Their football program is all the way back. They just they've looked solid through and through. And Michigan, on the other hand, while they haven't looked bad, you got two three and zero teams. Big Ten rivalry. Going way back, uh, 20 points is a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. It is. I don't hate that. I, I like the big dogs. Kind of the same reason why I just picked West Virginia plus 16 and a half against Oklahoma. I mean, I have a lot. I was just throwing that out there. I have a couple others that I could roll with. All right, let's not do a lot because we, we did a lot on Saturday and it did not fare uh, out well for us. We had 17 picks on Saturday across 14 games. Wasn't wasn't one of our best days. We're going to try to limit that on the Patreon this week, maybe to like 10 to 12. So uh, with that being said, that is the generous digest, but we're going to give you a little bit of an extra, a little bit of spice on the generous digest this, this weekend. Cause we have UFC 266. It's in Vegas, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's at the apex. Okay. Ah, uh, there's no way it's at the apex. Is it not? No, they would do it at a uh, nope, T-Mobile. Is that T-Mobile? Yeah, it's at T-Mobile. I didn't know. Sometimes they yeah. do that shit. Well, now that they, they can have fans back, they're doing it at T-Mobile. So it's yeah. UFC 266. I forgot, there was two, I forgot there was two title fights on it. Too. Two title fights in this card, like Travis just said. The main event is a featherweight title bout for the men, and the co-main is a women's flyweight title bout. So let's kick it off. Let's not bury the lead. Let's dive right into the main event. The it's, main first? Okay, we'll, we'll we'll start We'll start with the yeah, – You got to lead this thing up. Got a limb. Uh, so, okay. So we're going to go with the first fight on the main card. And by the way, guys, we do full blown uh, analysis on the Patreon for UFC uh, cards, not just the main card. We do, if we find something we like on the prelims, early prelims, we put it on there. But we're talking about this right now. Women's flyweight title bout, first fight on the main card, number one contender. And you're really looking at the winner of this fight, fighting the winner of the co main event, probably. You got number one contender Jessica Andrade at minus two eighty versus number five Cynthia Calvillo. She's plus two twenty five. Um, Travis, what do you have in this one? I don't. 
I don't like a, a betting side in this. I mean, I'll, I'll take a side to pick, but I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I don't side. either. Uh, I don't either. It's, it's tough to bet against Andrade, even though she's looked meh as of late. But then again, she's looked meh because she's faced Valentina, Rose, Wiley. Those are her last three losses in her last five fights. Then she beat Rose. She beat Caitlin Shukagian. Caitlin Shukagian. Uh, it's just hard to bet against her. But I'm not taking minus two seventy, and I don't trust. I don't get me wrong, not trying to be sexist, but I don't trust taking over under on women's fights. No, I don't either. I don't like a betting side in this fight at all. I'm glad you said that because I feel like what we used to do on these things, we used to force a pick, and I did not force one here. I like Jessica Andrade to win. I like the Jessica Andrade Valentina rematch, kind of showing my cards for a little bit later. But I might, I, like I might put like a little bit on Andrade, but I'm not gonna. I wouldn't put a full unit. Maybe just something to win some. Andrade would be a pick I'd throw in a parlay. Probably. But even then, there's really not a whole lot of picks I'd put in a parlay on this card. Yeah, probably not. So, or maybe some stuff on the undercard to be like, because there's all actually there's actually a lot of good fights on the undercard that you can that we'll talk that we'll talk about on, the, on Patreon. But let's go into the second fight of the main card. A absolute fucking dog fight. This will be men's heavyweight bout number four ranked Curtis Blades. He is the favorite at minus two ten, which seems heavy to me. Versus number six ranked. Um, Biggie Boy Rosenstruck at plus two forty five. I mean, why is why is that? Why are the odds the way they are there? I don't know, and that's why I'm rolling with uh, Biggie Boy at plus two sixty. Yeah, yeah I, I have to. Curtis Blades uh, got absolutely slept by Derek Lewis. Yeah, and it was ugly. It looked horrible. Um, and before that, he hadn't really fought anyone that was crazy, like Alexander Volkov kind of fading, junior JDS fading, uh, and then he comes out and fights a contender, and Lewis gets slept super fast. Meanwhile, Rosenstrike, he's looked pretty solid against some some decent contenders, so I have to go with him just basically for value, but if this fight finds its way onto the, onto the canvas, it's over. Yeah. Those get I, sad on. He's got he's to gotta finish him on his feet. Yeah, Rosenstrike has to stay on his feet, um, but Which, I, I like that. 11 of his 12 wins are from knockout, so I'll take that. Coming off a knockout, I'll take Rosenstrike all day. Yeah, the value's there. Travis said he had it plus 260. I saw it plus 245 via DraftKings, um, wherever you can get it at. I like that value. Very small minimal play. We'll talk more about units and what you should bet on these on these uh, fights on the Patreon. UFC is a little bit different than the rest of them. Like- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I would I would bet on on anyone up to minus two hundred. Uh, anything over that, then you're kind of the juice is like meh. 
aka yeah. why we didn't bet on Andrade, but a minus like one ninety favorite is is not is not uh, bad. Bad juice to squeeze in you. Kind of the same thing we do with, with, with pitching props for the MLB, but um, you know it's it, it's okay to take it up to minus two hundred, but past that's like meh, whatever. Um, third fight of the night, third fight of the main card. I'm sorry, rematch, Very, rematch that is uh, like two hundred. It's it's insane. It's it, the rematch is so far in the making. It's not even crazy. These two didn't fight in the UFC. They fought, and I think it's Strike Force. Oh, jeez, um, I, I am way off. Eighteen years ago. Yeah, eighteen years. Or ago. seven, yeah. seventeen years ago. Yeah, uh, the amount of UFC pay per view events that have been in between these two have been two hundred nine. So put that in perspective. There, they it's fought on UFC forty seven. Yeah, back when they used to have like catch tags as their as their as like what they sold it. UFC forty seven. It's on. That's what really what it, it wasn't like uh like Lawler versus blah 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 like they used like those little catchphrases. Oh my god! It, like it, Robbie it, Lawler fought on UFC uh, thirty seven and a half, as real as it gets. <laughs> That's how corny this shit was back then. Yeah, so Nick Diaz has been around for a while. It was in the UFC way back in like his first UFC fight was uh 2003 by the way guys the, it's a men's welterweight bout against nick diaz and robbie lawler a rematch 17 years in the making um and the last fight when they fought i believe it was unanimous decision for nick diaz knockout. correct so knockout yeah the knockout okay so nick diaz knocked out robbie lawler the odds are nick diaz is obviously they're going to be the dog because he hasn't fought since they're uh, even they're like both minus 110 right now well, in DraftKings, I'm pull. I pull all the routes from DraftKings. DraftKings had Nick Diaz as plus 100, oh, and I, Robbie, I mean, it's fluctuating. That's very close. Robbie Lawler at minus 120. So I just want to throw a few things out here before we talk about the fight. Some things that were popular or going on in the world the last time <laughs> Nick Diaz fought. So Nick Diaz, the last time he fought was January 2015. Which really think about it, like oh, it's not long, not that long ago. Bullshit. Here in about six months, that'll be seven years ago. Like that was like that was a long time ago. Um, Bruce Jenner changed to Caitlyn Jenner back in 2015. That? Oh, I thought you meant back in 07. I was like, what? No, no, in 2015, the last time Nick Diaz fought. Um, Katy Perry crushed the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Probably one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, American Sniper was the top movie at the box office during their last fight. And good, Uptown good movie I was watching it the other night. Great. It is a good movie. And then Uptown Funk was the number one song in America the last oh, time. Gosh, Nick Diaz don't fought. take me back. So it's been a been a minute since Nick Diaz fought back in January 2015. Travis, how do you see this fight playing out? I think it's a this is a very tough fight to pick. It it is a tough fight to pick. I am leaning uh, with Nick Diaz. Just because, me too. I mean, the Diaz brothers are are awesome to root for. They they just have no quit in them. Not to mention, like, throw out the fact that Nick Diaz hasn't fought in six years because those dudes fight when they're not fighting the US. <laughs> Robbie Lawler, on the other hand, hasn't yeah. quit. He's lost five of his last six, and the only one that he beat was Donald Cerrone, which everyone's beaten Donald Cerrone in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen was his last. That was his last win. And then if you want to throw that one out, the last fight he won before that was in January of 2016 
versus Carlos Condit for the belt. And Carlos Condit was old at that point. Like Car- yeah, Carlos that was Condit back before like anything really was happening in this division. Yeah. So I like Nick Diaz as well, especially given at plus odds or even odds like I saw on, on DraftKings today. Um I just think the time off might be doing like I think it might be time for Robbie Lawler, Lawler to hang him up. If he loses this fight and has lost five in a row, it's you time to call it quits, bro. Like, and and Nick Diaz was a little bit before our like time when we got big in the UFC, so I'm not sure how good he is on the ground. I see he's eight no uh submission wins. Meanwhile, you look on the other side, Robbie Lawler and submissions one and six. It's been submitted six times. So if Nick Diaz is smart at all and and his camp. He's going to figure out a way to get this fight to the ground and just finish him there. Yeah, I also watched one of the detail series with Daniel Cormier um, and body shots. He said Nick Diaz's body shots are like next level. I think that could be really a big factor, especially an older fighter like Robbie Lawler who can't handle those body shots. I think that'll be the difference. So both like Nick Diaz, probably by knockout or submission or at least getting it done inside distance. But take him, especially Just if he's taking it straight up. You have value in, enough. Yeah. Minus 110, even odds where I can get him. I think that's value enough. So like that one a lot. This next one, hard to find some value. The co-man event. Um, women's flyweight title bout. Valentina, the bullet Shevchenko. She's obviously the champion. And minus 1250 favorite. Yes, I said that right. Minus 1250 versus number three ranked contender Lauren Murphy, who's plus 750. Obviously, you're not going to bet on this, who, who to win, who to lose. So did you find a side in this a slant that you like to bet on? What is, because I'm sure you have best fight odds pulled up. Do you not? I have. I actually have DraftKings. Okay. Well, look up the value on this, because I am not sure just looking at this, because I wasn't even going to take a side. Obviously, Shevchenko is going to win. Yeah. What is Shevchenko by decision? That is my pick. It's plus two forty, and that's that's oh. that's that's the best one to do right there. Love it. She has fifteen fights uh, in her career, so let's just go based off of wins because we say she's going to win. She has twenty-one wins. Fourteen of those have been by finish. So just at the odds alone, uh, you know, a third of the time she's not finishing her for the title fight. You said you said fourteen of them have been by fourteen of them have been by decision. Or sorry, have been finished. Seven haven't been them. finished. Haven't been finished. 14 have been finished. Like they finished the fight. So when you say finish, you're uh, to me. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 14 of them have ended early. So why are you picking decision then? Why am I picking decision? Because it's a title fight. Okay. Throwing out, throwing out the fact that 14 have ended early does not help our case at all. I mean, Lauren Murphy's never been finished. That was my thing. That was my thing. She's um, all of her losses. Lauren Murphy have been by decision. She's never been finished. That was my big. You probably should have led with that next time. Just, just. I mean, it'd be it'd be different if like Valentina had like you know all but two or three have been finishes. But especially if you're going to rewind her last five title defenses, two of them have went to decision. One against Jessica or Jennifer Maya, who isn't very, you know, powerful or dangerous at all. And the other one, which is against Carmucci, Liz yeah. Carmucci, who's also not great. So I'll take I'll just take the take the juice here. Yeah, I like that at all. So yeah, Shevchenko by decision is definitely the play here at plus two forty. Um I looked at Shevchenko by knockout, but she doesn't have a lot of those. So I d I don't like that. Seven. 
That was minus 110. Um, I like Shevchenko by decision here. I, I think Lauren Murphy doesn't go down without a fight. I think Shevchenko kind of plays it safe, to be honest with you. I really do. I don't think she wants to make a big mistake here and lose to Lauren Murphy. Now, if she was fighting somebody like Jessica Andrade, uh, Thug Rose, whoever it may be, uh, even Amanda Nunes, she might go out there and, and try to be a little aggressive. Not in this case. She's she's a champion for a reason. She's going to play, play, play like a champion. All right. And now the moment everyone's been waiting for, the one that, honestly, I've been looking forward to this fight for ah, tough. six months. I love Brian Ortega, huge Brian Ortega guy, uh, especially if you watched uh, the Ultimate Fighter as a super good series. I think these guys uh, up front don't have a lot against each other. No, they don't. They, they like down, play, no, yeah. but deep down, they really honestly, I don't think like each other. I think they tried to keep it a little civil on camera. Uh, but deep down, I think they want to smash each other's heads in. Yeah. So for so, those who know, it is, it is a championship bout between the champion for the featherweight title. Uh, champions Alexander Volkanovsky's minus 170 favorite via DraftKings and versus the number two contender, Brian Ortega. He's plus 150. T-City. T-City, baby. It's This is a tough one because these guys are have pretty pretty astounding records. They really do. Uh, Brian Ortega's only loss came to Max Holloway, uh, but it was Dr. Stoppage. Which is fair. It's fair. Max Holloway's a stud. I mean, he, and he he was going to lose the fight. Don't get me wrong. He was getting, I'm sorry, demolished. But a lot of punches were thrown in that fight. Stop, Dr. Stavage is only loss. Meanwhile, you go on the other side. Volkanovski's lost one fight and it was back in 2013. Yeah, never so lost undefeated. in the UFC. Yeah. Undefeated in the UFC, but he had a fairly easy rise to fame in the UFC, if you look at it. Uh, the only names that are standing out to me, Darren Elkins, who, if you really want to consider that. The damage, baby. Chad Mendez, who, again, you really want to consider that. Depends on when you fought him. Oh, 18. Chad Mendez was still good in 18. So Aldo that's a valid win. And mid-19. Valid win. And then Max Holloway twice. Both valid wins. But he only had one finish in that time. So and I'm glad you said Chad that. Mendez. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I want you to say because I feel like your picks are a lot more juicier than mine. I'm liking the over four and a half rounds in this fight. I it's minus. I, I don't not. I don't not like it, but taking over on five round fights just scare me. Like they make they make me almost want to hope for a boring fight. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm not the case here. Like I'm, I probably won't put a ton of juice on it. Like you can read the full write up on Patreon. Um, over four and a half rounds is my pick here. It's minus one forty. But I hope someone gets knocked out. I want a good fight here, but that's just by looking at the stats. Like you said, um, neither of neither of them have been finished outside of Ortega's doctor stoppage in the UFC. Uh, I just see them both playing this. I don't know. Then I can also see Ortega coming out head hunting, and that could either play well for him or play bad for him. So I'm just going to keep it safe. Look at the stats. I'm going with the over four and a half rounds. I do want Ortega to win this fight, though. I will be clear in saying that. Okay. I'm glad you do. Uh, I'm going to take Ortega. And it again, this is one we talked about with our guy, Jason, from uh, Puck and Pigskin Podcast, who we go, who we go on. Uh, betting with your heart. And that's kind of what I'm going to go with here because I love Brian Ortega, one of my favorite fighters. Uh, but for for good measure, I mean, it's, it's not a bad pick at all. Brian Ortega, and you said go head hunting. He only has three knockout wins of fifteen. 
Like he is a very methodical fighter. He has seven submission wins, and he's really not a fighter who's going to take you down. He's good at finding workarounds from his back. He's really good off his back. He's just really good at finding a way to get you in a hold. Uh, going to end the fight. So I think Ortega with the value plus one forty-five, plus one fifty, depending on where you get it, it's worth the squeeze. All right. There we go, guys. I love it. So we're not taking any side on the first of first fight men's heavyweight bout. We got some value there. We're taking Biggie Boy at plus two forty-five. Um, we're both taking Nick Diaz in the third fight of the night. Um, even money minus one ten wherever wherever you can get him. Both doing Valentina Shevchenko by decision at plus two forty. Travis likes Ortega plus one fifty. I like the over four and a half at minus one forty. Got a lot of value here. Only one or two of those picks are like minus money. A lot of them are even. Or, or plus money. We'll do a full write-up on the UFC. I'm sure there'll be some other fights because there's some other big fights in this card um, that you know I want to mention real quick before we kind of wrap up the show here because I saw some when I was looking at uh, the bet odds. I was like, wow, like these fights are on this card? Like This is crazy. So UFC 266 right here. Going to the UFC's website. Um, on the prelims. Mirad Vashvili and Marlon Moraes is the last prelim yes. fight. That's a huge one. Dan, Dan Hooker, Hooker and Nazrat Hakparast. Uh, uh, it's a big fight. Um, I'm not sure how much you know about Chris Dawkins, but I want to say he is the either retired police officer uh, or firefighter. Yes, yes. So that's a that's a pretty cool one. And then on the early prelims, you got Carl Roberson in a in a middleweight fight, who I think is a really good up and comer. That should be a fun one. So we'll have some write ups on some, on some other fights in this one as well. Um, but that is your episode for one thirty four, week three, NFL, week four, college, UFC two sixty six. A lot of betting going on. Subscribe to that Patreon, like Travis says, more of a, a convenience fee. You bet some money. We're not losing you money. I mean, just put it that way. We're definitely we're definitely cashing some tickets, especially yeah. on the MLB side of things. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you're following us on Twitter, gave out a uh, some free plays today on Twitter for the MLB. Subscribe to the Patreon. They went three and zero. I mean, you can't ask for more <laughs> than that. So there you go. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. New to YouTube. What's up? We'll see you guys next week. Right, peace out, boys. And girls. Nice guy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 